Hello and welcome to the Singlehood Chronicles. On this episode, we ask, when is the right time in a relationship to discuss deeper issues and deal breakers, such as having a large debt or maybe health issues that a significant other should know about? We would love to hear from you if you have any questions, comments, or topics for our future podcast. So contact us through our Facebook page or through email at singlehoodchronicles at yahoo.com. I hope you enjoy. Um, so you want to discuss, uh, when to discuss, uh, deeper issues after you've met somebody, like how soon do you start talking about, uh, you know, being shot in the face when you're eight or (laughs) (laughs) being abducted or by aliens, uh, whatever it may be, uh, when do you start that conversation? It's not going to be date number one, I'm guessing, but. Right. Because you don't want. Like you think someone's super great or maybe they really like you or something and then you start talking about how you believe that the earth is flat or <laughs> that or you're abducted by aliens or something that was actually serious like i was you know in a cult or you know hmm. my parents did this or like these awful things happened to me and it like changes and it's like well we are not compatible like i can't deal with that so you want to know it sooner mm-hmm. but not like too soon yeah yeah that, that is a tough one and the uh, I, I, I've got a few times where that be, I hate to say it became an issue and actually I don't I can't think of any time it was an issue mm-hmm. when they brought it up and there have been times it was on the first date mm-hmm. that something traumatic had happened to them or whatever it may be such as uh, you know someone I dated was a widow and even though it didn't just happen she had dealt with it. Uh, we was brought up on the first date, and mm-hmm. but it was brought up on the first date because we, we were going deep into this some conversations. It was a great conversation, and so that came up. She's like, "I never know when to bring this up," but we were talking about blah blah blah. So I'll say it. You know, I am a widow, and for me, none of that stuff has ever been an issue. I never went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." Okay, check. I'm out. It's, it's never happened. Um, I'm trying to think any time it became an issue eventually, but I really can't think of anything that made me stop and go, nope, I'm out. I guess if it's not their fault. Yeah. You know, um, I was, you know, like, uh, and I guess maybe it isn't even just deeper issues. And the only reason I was even really thinking about it is because of how much I've been complaining lately <laughs> about the whole, like, there's no toilet paper in the stores and like blah, blah, blah. And I like complain all the time. And when you're new with someone, you don't want to be a, oh, this bad thing happened and this bad mm-hmm. thing happened and all these bad things. And then like you're a victim and blah, 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 you know. Yeah. But like even just something as simple as like, oh, this is a f- f- impacting me financially. Mm-hmm. Like I'm struggling financially because of this thing. Like, it puts people off if they think like, oh, you don't have enough money to support yourself. Or I think we talked about earlier, like when you were talking about having kids and the person you were dating was like, well, are we going to be able to afford that? Mm -hmm. You know, so I would want someone to be honest and not pretend that they like, oh, I have tons of money, blah, blah, blah. And then you like become in this relationship with them and you're like, 
oh my gosh, like everything we ever did is like now on your credit and you're <laughs> destitute, you know? Or like. <laughs> so I've had a friend that went through that. She had pretty heavy de- debt. I want to say like 20, 25 grand student loans or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the discussion came up talking to her sisters that she um, uh, didn't disclose that to her new fiance and whether or not that was going to be an issue. <laughs> yes. You <laughs> it, have to know before you get married because it's their debt. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to be his too. Uh, it, everything turned out well with that one. Uh, I, even though I don't think he's necessarily rich, he was becoming a doctor or something like that. So I, I don't yeah. think it was going to be an issue. But uh, that that was something I was thinking about as well is let's say somebody first date is seemingly perfect for you right like they check all the boxes uh, it, it's some you had a great conversation it's like this is the coolest person I, I can't believe this is working out so well and then you find out they have massive debt or maybe they're unemployed and didn't tell you uh, something along that lines that could be fixed it's not um, you know like I don't know what else but um, it's something that if they would have said ahead of time, you may not have met up with them or talked to them. Do you see, would you suddenly stop that knowing that it was such a great time or do you push through it and go, I'm accepting of this? I mean, I guess the reason would make the difference. Mm -hmm. I I mean, like I had debt for a super long time and like student loan stuff. Mm -hmm. You can't help that. I mean, like you, like, good, I'm glad you went to college. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Everyone has this kind of debt. Now, if you, you know, owe 10 grand to Finger Hut or something, you know, like, <laughs> I'd be like, well, what are you doing? Like, can you like, consolidate that? Or like, what's up? You know, um, are they unemployed because they were downsized? Or are you chronically unemployed because you have, like, other issues? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the thing about like having those deeper conversations. Like, what kind of a person are you really? Because some things shape who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I was an abused child, so I have these, like, authority issues. And I tend to not get along with any of my bosses. And I can't keep a job for very long. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, well, that's like, you know. Yeah, that's an issue. It's I, I agree. I, I think it depends on the reason behind it. Because um, I think most people have debt of some sort. Yeah. It's really hard to not have debt unless you came from a lot of money. If you're the average person, you had to get a loan. Even if it's just for a mortgage, there's a loan there. Cars and uh, student loans. But uh, the, I think it depends on the kind of person you're dating, too. Like what you're looking for in life. Mm-hmm. If you're seeing someone and you're like, oh, we should go do this thing. This is so awesome. Should we should go do something. And they said to me, like, I don't really have money for that. Like, whatever. Like, that's kind of an expensive thing. Like, I mm-hmm. don't want to do that. If the goal was you're going to be together for a long time and they're being responsible and saying, like, I don't have money for that. Like, let's save it for something then. Mm-hmm. I don't think all of a sudden, like, oh, my gosh, you can't afford to whatever with me. Like, I'd appreciate that. Yeah. But if you just want to, you know, if that's, <laughs> I 
don't know how to say it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would want someone to tell me honestly. Yeah. It's, I had, um, and I got to wonder if there's a difference between men and women on this as well. Because I, you know, I was, uh, I had a, what, 2008 when the recession hit is when I lost my f- first career, essentially. I was in architecture. And great career, good money, uh, 401k, great benefits. Everything was really nice. Uh, and then, of course, everything crashed and the whole department got shut down. Most of the business is gone now. But um, I had to start over and build a new business. And that took years. It was two really tough years. Uh, luckily, I, I met somebody during that time that was great uh, and she didn't care like we just we did little things here and there and saved a few change and you know went to the movies or something like that it was rare but it was fine um and at the same time i've had relationships where shortly after that one when i was still building the business and watch my my uh expenses and this person would say, hey, let's just drive down to, to Myrtle and stay there for the weekend and do this and do that. And I'm, you know, get quiet, go, oh, I can't, can't do that. And yeah. She's like, oh, how come? And I'm like, I, just, I, I don't know if it's not in my expense report. I can't really, like, I'm trying to save my money here. And she was usually pretty cool about it. But at the same time, I do think that was part of the issue mm-hmm. and why that didn't go anywhere. Because every person that she's dated since then is big time travel across the world and go here and go there <laughs> and I see that a lot and I gotta wonder if that is ever an issue because I'm not an extravagant person I, I'm pretty fugal or frugal with my money um, I'm not broke I've, I've got some money but I just don't want to waste it all so I'll pick and choose the things I spend money on but I can see people getting frustrated with that in the past mm-hmm. and from my standpoint if the 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 woman was that way it wouldn't bother me one it wouldn't change anything but it seems like it doesn't go both ways that way i could be wrong but that's just my experience so far yeah and i think i would want to know pretty soon because then you know what kind of a person they are Mm mm-hmm like, if that's not the kind of life you want, like, if you know, someone's like, oh, I'm okay with us not spending a bunch of money, but I'm never going to really be happy unless we can travel a lot. Mm-hmm. That's not the right partner yeah. for you. You know what I mean? Like, we people try so hard to, like, be the best version of themselves, but if you don't say the things you're really about, mm-hmm. then you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think there's a line there of being very upfront about some things the the big deal breakers like um you know wanting kids having kids uh having like a crazy ex uh something that we before you even meet up or shortly within a date or two Mm -hmm. that would need to be discussed in my opinion and then you got the more hate to say mental issues but the the other side of it, like, you know, I dealt with this as a kid and I'm still trying to comprehend things going on. I go to therapy for that. Uh, I think those are much more bearable when they are brought up down the road because I don't True. think that would be a deal breaker for most people. True. I do believe that. The, 
I'm glad you said that about a crazy ex. <laughs> I will not. That is such a deal breaker. And that sucks. And I know mm-hmm. it makes me sound like such a jerk. But if you have, uh, especially like a, your child's other parent, and they are insane and they are awful mm-hmm. and it is terrible, I like can't deal with that. Even if you are great, everything about you is awesome. If your child's mother makes life miserable and we were to like get married and then she wants more money from you for something, or if it's a constant, I cause you trouble, I call DFS on you or like, like things like that, you know, like I just can't. And I, I would want to know right away. Mm. And I have had that like. A little bit later and then you and everyone does that and you shouldn't complain like oh my gosh my ex is this oh my ex is that blah blah, blah you know mm-hmm. but then you find out it's like this is real this is true yeah. and it's going to cause me a problem mm-hmm. i don't care how great you are especially with guys if i had some ex that was like a stalker and a crazy person and would like you know they had some girls like hide to get away from him and if you saw him <laughs> in public you'd have to fight this guy you know wouldn't you say like I think you're awesome but no <laughs> I I really haven't been through that like I have had dates with people or you know short relationships where they did have like a really bad ex but it was pretty much done over there was no one coming around stalking them um, but th- the only time it really affected anything is I know uh, there's two times that are popping into my head right now uh one person i dated her ex that was really bad to her um owned a business in town that i like to go into (laughs) and so every time i I would suggest it early on go hey how about this place like and at first she's like oh no how about this instead and then later she told me that that her ex owns that that business Mm -hmm. and she will never go there i'm like shit okay um that's fine that's just one business town i'll I'll go on my own time or something like that uh that's happened like twice and both times are places i like go (laughs) but one of them i'll probably never go back because i know what that guy did and that was just disgusting to me so uh, i'm not going to mention it but it's crossed off my list and i'll tell everyone in private (laughs) yeah if you're following us on facebook here too. message it yeah yeah unfortunately (laughs) I hate that because I really like the place, but he was a abusive, evil person. There are a lot of those. Yeah. I would. I don't know. Yeah. Family mental illness, maybe. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm think when you think about like, are you going to have children with someone? Yeah. And I know that's awful. And mental, it's the same as like, do you have diabetes? Does heart disease run in your family? Do you have? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sickle cell anemia. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know that kind of stuff because if you have a life with them, if you want to have kids with them, like, that's kind of important. Mm -hmm. You know? It is. And it's, especially if it's something. But you can't say, like, on the second date, like, oh, yeah, by the way. (laughs) All my parents, my parents are dead and I'm the only one left and everyone had, you know, breast cancer and they died in their 40s like mm-hmm. it's tough I, I, for me again I haven't had 
trying to think of any time I had that specific type of a they can't do anything about it and it mm-hmm. might happen. Um, I but I have dated people that smoked in the past like heavily and I just know what's going to happen mm-hmm. and it's devastating both you know emotionally and physically and uh, financially. It's destructive, so that that's why I, I just I can't date someone that smokes. Is I just I can see the writing on the wall that once they get a certain age, it is downhill and going to be a struggle. But you know, I don't know what I would do if they said they had like heart disease and everyone in their family died when they hit forty-five or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Early onset dementia, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's. It's, and it sucks and it's awful, yeah. but we do know better now. Mm-hmm. Like there is all kinds of, you know, testing. That's pretty terrible. We really got off topic. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of, um, if you had been to prison, mm-hmm. I like want to know yeah. what you did. And if you're a felon, if we're going to be able to leave the country, mm-hmm. I mean, like if there are jobs you can't have. <laughs> You know, are you allowed to vote? Not be around children. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, things like that. Just at, or were you, like, recovered drug addicts? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of drug abuse here where we live. Mm, unfortunately, yeah. And some of it is not just like, oh, this person was a crackhead or, like, you were an alcoholic or something like prescription medication and like are you struggling with things like that like mm-hmm. I, I I need to know that yeah and that's something people don't say on the first date but it's also something people don't say until like way too late mm-hmm. and then you have to feel like a jerk because it's like well I don't know it, it's and that too I think it depends on what it, what it is because <laughs> certain addictions well, uh, technically, none of them go away, but some are much more manageable. And I dated someone that, a couple of people that were alcoholics, mm-hmm. recovering, and still to this day have been fantastic about it. And it never bothered me because I could tell, it, it, I knew the reasons behind it in mm-hmm. some cases. Um, and I knew it was a bad time in their life, and that led to it, and that things are massively better. So it's still in the back of your mind what if things go bad for a moment? Will they revert back? Right. It's can something to think about. Them, can you leave them here mm-hmm. and you go away for a business trip or a thing and you're in a fight should you hide all your alcohol? Mm-hmm. Can I have these things in my house? <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, I do think there's just a... It's probably a list that I think 90% of people would agree that yes, this is important. This isn't as important Mm -hmm. but the other 10 percent, i don't know i think i i don't want to tell people bad things about me right off the bat because it might change their Mm -hmm. they wouldn't give me a chance you know but if someone didn't tell me right off the bat (laughs) (laughs) then i'm like annoyed because i'm like you don't think that I'm like open-minded enough to like figure this out and blah, blah, blah. And like something else. But like, I needed that information because now I'm a jerk. I'm going to leave you because you, you know, I can't have Tylenol with codeine in my house because you're (laughs) a junkie or something, you know? Well, I see 
uh, in particular with you know online dating apps and whatnot, some people go overboard, and I don't get why people put some of the things they put on there like uh, I'm a bitch and uh, I'm I'm only here for your money or something like. And they list out these things that you're thinking is that a joke? Is are they being truthful? Like they will list a lot of horrible things about themselves and I'm not, I don't get it. and they're not offsetting it with all the good things either I, I don't know why people will just list all the bad things like I get it yeah that might be true stuff but you don't really need to showcase this is supposed to be like a sales pitch here <laughs> like I'm going to sell you this car but you know it's broken down you're going to have to buy new tires uh, I'm going to overcharge you <laughs> it's reverse psychology you know? it doesn't work on me I swipe left instantly <laughs> I don't think I would want to go out with anyone that right off the bat was like, I am such a jerk. Yeah. You're going to hate everything about me. I'm going to break your heart. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Why would you do that? I don't... I don't know. I That's a hard thing, how honest you are about mm-hmm. who you really are. Because then I have to think about, like, how honest I am about who I really am. Mm-hmm. I love to go to any kind of festival for anything. <laughs> I don't even have to be interested in it. Like the yam jam, sign me up. <laughs> Testicle so. festival, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any, a parade, I love a parade. But I don't, I'm perfectly fine to sit at home a lot. I don't like to go just do stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you're first with someone and they're like, oh, I'm going to run some errands to go to the grocery store. Do you want to come with me? And you're like, okay, yeah. And then you find out later they want their partner to do everything with them all the time. And I'm like, I don't (laughs) think it takes two people to go get water. Like, I don't want to have to do that. You know, (laughs) I don't want to go out to eat as an activity Mm. every day. I like to eat food at home. I don't think going out to dinner is like fun. I don't think eating is an activity. Do you know what I mean? I agree with you on that one. I'm not a foodie. And that comes up a lot. And I, I don't, I don't get it because it just it was never a thing. It's always been. I guess part of it's I've always been in a rush to like I got a lot to do. I'm I'm just never bored. So to stop and take time to have a big meal and focus on the meal is frustrating because I know there's other things I'd rather be doing. <laughs> I don't enjoy the eating process. But that's a lot of dates. It's like we'll go to dinner. Mm-hmm. We'll go to brunch. And I still do that, but it's because it's common. It's a way to talk and have an activity going. But yeah, it's but it's not my main thing. Love that. Like mm-hmm. they go. I have a friend, and her and her fiance go out to eat four times a week. I would say. Wow. I mean, but that's their. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have to come home from work and like cook stuff and like do things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're like, we'll just go home and change and we'll go out. Yeah. Well, I had a, uh, my brother sent me this, the, um, what was it called? Like HelloFresh, I think is what it was called. It's, oh, yeah, they deliver them. Yeah. yeah. So I, this week, I actually, I got it on Monday, and it gives you three recipes and three meals, basically, mm-hmm. um, and two servings uh, a piece. It's like one serving, just saying. It, really I really did get two out of it. I <laughs> normally, like when I first looked at it, I went, "I'm eating this whole thing." Yeah. And but I, you know, I could. I just chose not to. Mm-hmm. I knew I'd be overeating if I ate the whole thing. And 
I don't like having a little bit of leftovers. I want a meal for leftovers. Right. So I purposely split it into two. Uh, and then eight other things. <laughs> I've done those and I've tried all of them for the deal that they get. Mm-hmm. And I get them for my kids because they're like older teenagers. Mm-hmm. They can cook something for themselves when I'm not there. Yeah. But it's all there. Mm-hmm. And then they're not eating like, I don't know, like pizza or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but HelloFresh is a good one. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. The, uh, Anytime I've cooked something though off of a recipe and they give you the timeline, I already know I got to triple that timeline. Yeah. <laughs> Most of these were like you know ten to twenty minutes. The one I did uh, last night, I believe, was like two hours. <laughs> it shouldn't take that long. It shouldn't, but I I like doing it right, so I reread it multiple times to make sure I didn't skip something, and then sometimes I misunderstand what they're saying. But this, these were pretty clear compared to most. There's pictures. If I'm yeah, not mistaken, the HelloFresh one has photos. Yes, and I, I'm keeping those. Yeah. Because <laughs> some of them I can actually just go out and get up those ingredients. and It's It's not that so. complicated. It no. does require you to have some things at your house, like salt or, <laughs> you know, water. <laughs> Where the hell has that? <laughs> I want to say it should not take two hours like at all. I think my boys, it took like a half an hour, you know, for them to do it. Yeah. But that's a fun date. That would be mm-hmm. great. If you want to eat food, come. Let's cook it together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like invite me over. Not your first date, obviously. I'm not coming to your house. <laughs> but um, you're not allowed to know where I live either. <laughs> like <laughs> that big. Oh, I live on the east side of town. Um, yeah, but that whole like eating as an activity thing is hard for mm-hmm. me. Because you do, you end up going out to eat a lot in the beginning. Yeah, fortunately. And it's a lot of money and it's a lot of whatever. And if that's what they'd like to do, mm-hmm. I can't keep up with that. No. And I don't eat junk, so wherever I go, it's going to be good good food. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to one a few weeks ago uh, here in town. It's all local uh, food there that they've grown around here and it's like high quality but for two people I've never spent less than $70 Ouch! and that's just app- or not no appetizer just the main course and one drink hmm. like it's it, it's just really expensive it's really good but I've spent well over $150 there off of just one date where we both had a couple drinks and appetizers and dessert and Holy cow. I, I couldn't do that more than once a month. <laughs> there aren't a lot of places here where I can eat dessert. But I'm plan- I do the plants only. Mm-hmm. I used to eat fish and then we kind of got away from that. But And I don't want to tell people that either. Like you never... Really? Yeah. Because as soon as mm-hmm. you say something like, well, I'm a vegan, well, I'm a this and that, that's like saying I'm an anti-vaxxer or I like, believe <laughs> in aliens. You know, it's like this joke and then it's like you have to defend your position or like be about something or, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> you know yeah, saying? I can see that. Again, it's one of those things I've never really cared about. Like it doesn't affect me. I don't mm-hmm. get why people would be upset about those things. But if you love food and you love to go out to eat all the time... And the person you're with... You're not eating their food. (laughs) Right. But I don't want to go out to dinner and only be able to have like a salad or french fries. that's true. And sea level closed. 
So there went my like go to on the, you know this side of town, and there are a lot of other places I guess, but mm-hmm. it's just not. It just makes it seem weird, yeah. you know. And I don't have all these like reasons behind it. I'm not like protesting stuff and like mm. have these things, you know. Like, <laughs> but I think that's the perception. Anytime anyone says, "Well, I'm a this," yeah, you're like, "Are you?" That's true too. Like, people list uh, their political parties, or you know, if you like this person, swipe left, or whatever it may be. And I, I, I don't know that that stuff doesn't. That's not my deal breakers. Maybe it is for other people. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what your religion is or anything. The, the, the bigger issue is, do you mind that I don't believe in that? And when I see stuff like that posted, I assume that's the case. That they that do mind. They that will they're going to post that. Yeah. And they probably do care about that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want it to have to affect my children. Yeah. That's the. I guess that would be the bigger thing. Like, well, if you don't like me because I think you know you should be allowed to take birth control or something then oh Mm -hmm. well who cares but if we stayed together and we had children are you like against me getting our children vaccinated or something (laughs) like that That would be a tough one yeah yeah i can see that or like i want to clean the house i don't want you to walk around it with you know incense and sage and think (laughs) that we're not going to get corona because you smudged our living room (laughs) You know, like, do you think that Jesus is going to protect you from the flu? We, that's like a deal breaker. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm going through that right now. I hate to say I'm going through it, but my uncle is a preacher mm-hmm. and he's uh, in bad shape, essentially uh, lung cancer. But it sounds like he could have done something about it a while ago when they first found out and He's very much, God will save me on this mm-hmm. or guide me through this. I, I don't... Or if not, then they know they have a better place in yeah. heaven to be with Jesus. So if it's their time, it's their time. Mm-hmm. And he's good about... I think he's maybe 80 at best, mm-hmm. 75, 80, somewhere around there. You know, to each their own. Uh, I, I'm not going to yell at him. I just... I, I don't get that. But, you know, if that's what they believe and he's okay with it, and I, I can't argue with it, but... Uh, I, I do see that with, um, like you mentioned, like anti-vaxxer. That, that came mm-hmm. up because I just didn't think anybody would do that until recent years. And I've, I've made some friends that are that way. And it, at first, I just didn't think much about it. Then I started thinking, what if I dated someone that believed that and we had kids? Is that going to be a huge fight? Because yes. I would want them to be vaccinated. But here's the thing. You <laughs> probably would not get to the point where you would get married. Probably not. There'd probably be something else there. The mentality of that, and a lot of those things, like I was abducted by aliens, like, or I believe that (laughs) the earth is flat, I believe that China intentionally released the coronavirus (laughs) to quell the protesting in Hong Kong. Well, that's just a fact. (laughs) But if presented with, like, actual things mm-hmm. and you still choose to live in a delusional state like there's something deeper there yeah. we're not gonna connect you Most know what likely. i mean like there <laughs> <laughs> so i so i need to know right off the bat if you think that you know 
this virus didn't actually come from China. It came from, you know, this other place just to mess with the election mm-hmm. because the world hates the President Trump so much <laughs> that they would create this to happen. <laughs> I want you to say that right off the bat. Yeah, that's true. Something, <laughs> that, something that came up, I don't even want to say, well... I know someone, not well, who was traumatically attacked. You know, like it was a assault, mm-hmm. right? And it becomes an issue when she gets close to people that she's dating when it comes to like, mm. you know, I sleep with the lights on. Yeah. You, people can, she can have her boyfriend come over, but not sleep be asleep there because mm-hmm. waking up would be like and there's someone and it, you know what I mean like they can be together but then he's gotta go into the other room or she, mm-hmm. you know go home and um, this recently is the first boyfriend that she's had that's lasted any length of time after that comes out mm-hmm. you know because a girl's not going to say that on the first or second date, right? No. But, and this is, I mean, it was a long time ago. It's not like this just happened and it's hard for me to deal with. This is how she copes with it. This is the coping mm-hmm. of it. You know what I mean? So when would you want someone to tell you something like that? Like, For me personally, you could say that to me on the first date and I it's not such a huge deterrent that I'm just gone mm-hmm. like if it's coupled with numerous things and yeah but um, now with that said do I want it coming out on the first date probably not I'd rather just enjoy the first date and then you know two or three dates in when you're thinking is this someone I want to be serious with I think that's the the line there right. uh, especially if you're you're dating around and you're, you're trying to figure out who you want to focus in on um, that's when you want to know those types of things and generally that's a, a few dates in um, but I I've, I did date um, one person of mine I that might have been two or three but that had that very same thing something that mm-hmm. happened in childhood that is, you know affected the bedroom and uh, but she coped really well with it but there were other issues that popped up but none of which deterred me because uh, it weren't that bad um, but you know it wasn't a long relationship so I don't know maybe it, there was a lot more there too who yeah. knows so I don't think it's something that should be on the first date but I do think it should be when you're deciding is this someone when I, that I want to get into a relationship with mm-hmm. we need some people from the world to tell us on Facebook or something yeah. what a guy thinks about like you know, if you have to say like, hey, if you want to try to hold my hand or kiss me or do any mm-hmm. kind of thing, I need to know clearly that that's happening so I don't freak out and pepper spray you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or stuff, you know, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. it, I, it does come up. I think another time that, a good time that that should come up, again, I've dealt with this, where I, you know, we had gone out two or three times and nothing physical, not even, you know, uh, nothing more than a hug, but anything beyond that. But even the hug was like 
seemingly awkward and resisted a bit. And uh, but she didn't say why. I just assumed she didn't like me. And, but then she's like, "Yeah, I, I had it. I was dealt with. Like, you know, I'll say assaulted." Yeah. Um, and so I'm very hesitant. Like once I kind of get to know somebody more, it's it's different. So I think when that starts happening, you, you definitely need to explain why. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a good time to start. <laughs> so I guess maybe all these things should come out around the time when you are saying. Are we seeing other people? Mm-hmm. Are we a couple? Right? Yeah. So sometime before that. Definitely needs to be before that. It shouldn't be after well, you, know you make I mean. a decision. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So I would say so probably after a half a dozen or so dates or something, if you're not seeing other people, mm-hmm. is when you have like a, how would you bring that up? Like, hey, here's a fun fact. <laughs> I, I'd say... Because it's usually around that, you know, three to six date anyway that you start talking about, you know, childhood and things in the past. I think mm-hmm. it just comes up pretty organically. So unless you're purposely trying to hold it back, I think it's going to come out before then. Okay. That's always been my experience. And it's not always been my experience. Some people really? are not like that. You know what I mean? They just don't. Especially for a girl. A guy is not going to come out and say, I was abused as a child. And this person is my relative and I see them at mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. You know, like, <laughs> guys don't always share those kinds of things until it's uh, much, much later. I think there's a bit of a stigma there that <clears throat> it generally happens more to women than guys so the guy may be thinking this makes me look weak or something even though it doesn't it's very different for guys to have that kind of experience and therefore much more hesitant to bring it up Mm -hmm. i think my i almost said something that would be very very revealing about who it is but (laughs) are you talking about me blankety blank person (laughs) Uh, was going to like a family gathering with her soon to be husband <laughs> and then he said like in the car as they were there like oh yeah by the way if this person shows up we leave because he's like a pedophile Oof. weirdo and then there was no like real conversation we had about it because they were already there and I guess like Days and days later, after, like, asking questions and this and this and that, found out that he had, like, abused her soon-to-be husband's sister. Mm-hmm. But he was still involved in the family. And, like, or like, why well, need to know those things? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And she was almost really upset because she has a daughter. Like, mm-hmm. what if I would have brought, like, would you have let me bring my daughter to a thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, guys don't. I think they just wait until it does pop up mm-hmm. and by then it's like too late and it makes the girl seem like a jerk because they're like well you have to talk to me about it and you know and then like i can't break up with you or like change our relationship because but i guess then I, you could just because they were liars maybe or something i don't know you can do whatever you want but yeah the that i i do see guys withholding that information a lot more than mm-hmm. women do and they should <laughs> but it, you know i've got my issues from the past uh that we were talking about right before we started and uh 
I don't really, it's maybe a couple times I've mentioned some stuff uh, on the first date or second date. It's usually, you know, a few dates in, and it's during that deep conversation that you're both going back, back and forth and saying, what about this and this, where you're both kind of figuring out is we both want to, clearly want to go forward, but let's see if there's <laughs> skeletons in the closet here. Right. So those things can't come up, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know if any time that I've discussed my past that anyone said, well, I'm out. They didn't show it if that was the case, but maybe that was an issue that eventually they said, I, I can't deal with this, but I don't know why, because it's, for me, it's nothing that really if affects my life right now. Yeah, if it's dealt with, if it's a thing, yeah. you know, like, that's over. Everyone's had things happen to them in their life yeah. that are, like, not nice or a relative that is awful or like a shitty dad oh mm. crappy dad or something you know <laughs> like everyone has a relative that's a drug addict you know you mm-hmm. just need to know who they are so you don't invite them over i think that's it's very rare to meet somebody that didn't deal with something like that mm-hmm. it, it everyone has their story so it might as well just start talking about it fairly early on you maybe just bring it up that way going so what's your story like everyone's got a a bad thing that's happened to them but a good thing that's happened to them like what about yours i i think it's great conversation starter yeah we're like yes it is yeah i guess that, yeah you're right i'm always right we are right about everything <laughs> we just need everyone else to do these things please tell us please don't write me off when i say like yeah, you know, my youngest brother, he was in prison because he was a junkie. But, you know, like, that doesn't mean that my family is crappy, all of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone has one. Everyone's got the black sheep somewhere. And if you can't see it, it's, it's you. probably you. <laughs> or tell me if you are, just so I don't feel like an idiot, right? Yeah. <laughs> all of my previous exes have vanished for some reason. I, I don't know why. They couldn't find out where they went. But they're not here anymore. <laughs> In my backyard, I have a beautiful garden. Jeez. That turned dark. Yes, it did. I don't know if that's where I intended to go with this whole thing, but uh, I guess everyone should tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth on date four, five, or six. Mm-hmm. Well, so what are let's see if we can come up with the um, universal deal breakers mm-hmm. that should be mentioned right off the bat I'm a felon there you go I still but know you need that to deal. tell <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're really at my point in life <laughs> I might look past that right now <laughs> if you have been to prison mm-hmm. or charged with something but didn't get <laughs> you know didn't have to do time if you committed some kind of terrible crime you need to disclose that you did and what it is because mm-hmm. that's just not fair it's not right if you have an incurable disease if mm-hmm. you are hiv positive not covid okay but like <laughs> if you i guess there's a cure now for hepatitis c but like if you have something yeah. like that like i had breast cancer but i've been in remission or even if you're not like you mm-hmm. you have to say if you have an incurable disease yeah 
Um, for for me, I've got just a few. I've talked uh, at length about two of them: smoking mm-hmm. and then having kids or wanting kids, not necessarily having kids. Um, but with that, um, if you already have kids, I would like to know to an extent, like if I don't even know if it's one or two, but if you've got eight kids, <laughs> that that surprisingly has come up before. Uh, it wasn't eight; I think it was five. Yeah. And I didn't know that on the fir- going into the first date. I knew that she had at least one. Mm-hmm. That I, because I remember her saying something about you know doing something with kids or something, and so I'd asked her on the first date, like, "Do you have kids?" And like, "Yeah, I, I've got five. Like, holy shit! Are they twins? Do you have triplets?" No. <laughs> and because I had asked, one of my first questions is always, "Do you want to have kids in the future?" Like, if no, then there's no reason to continue talking. No offense, I just I know exactly what I'm looking for here, and I she said, "Yeah, I'm, she was open to it." And then I found out she had five kids. And I'm like, Jesus, I don't think I can handle that many kids. And then adding another one on top. And how's that going to work financially? And like, and then there's a lot of questions there. But that was kind of the the deal breaker for me on that one. And I have to stick up for the the ladies and the guys, though. If you don't say that you have a child, especially like online or something. Mm -hmm. Because there's like a fear of that. Like, you don't. Yeah, yeah. That might not come up until you're on your first date, mm-hmm. but you still have to t- you have to say, if you have children but you don't have custody of them, I want to know why. Mm-hmm. I need I need to know that. That might be a deal breaker. I, you know what I mean, if you if you walked away from them and you don't yeah. see them at all, like I need to know. It says a lot about what kind of person you are. Mm-hmm. If it was a fight over something, it I just need to know why, where your kids live and why. Mm-hmm. And are you involved with them? And yeah, I, I've actually met. Typically, the uh, the mother usually has at least half custody, if not full custody, of the kids. Right. Um, but I have met people that say they have a young kid and they're not. <laughs> they don't have custody. Uh-huh. It's like, how the hell did that happen? There's got to be a reason for that. Either you said, I don't want these kids, or something bad happened that they were taken away from you. Mm-hmm. I don't know where there's a middle ground there. Right. <laughs> so I definitely want to know about that one. <laughs> and it's not necessarily a deal breaker, but I need to I need to know why, because the mm-hmm. why might be. Yeah. Well, I had a, a friend of mine that she had dated a guy for quite a while. Like I think they were actually engaged. And I met the guy. He was super nice, very cool. Um, and then she, I think she found out that he had a kid. Um, that I think he found about it out, out about it as well. He didn't know until it got brought up at one point. Um, and so she, in her mind, is like, "Okay, well, we start preparing to have this kid over every now and then and be a part of its life." And he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "It's." your kid you just found out you have a kid it's like so I, I, I don't want to deal with it yeah see so that would be like you are not a good person <laughs> no. she, she was mortified she said she tried to make it work mentally she couldn't do it and they broke up mm-hmm. uh, 
and that that had to been devastated for her because this was the person she was getting ready to marry and like i said i met the guy who's super cool that shocked me that he would say that yeah i don't i don't know why but he wanted nothing to do with the kid i guess if they were a certain age maybe if you they had like a stepdad or like a something and you didn't want to mess up their life too much you know what i mean Mm. like I don't know. I just don't want to be a part of that kid. <laughs> well, you would. I'm just saying, like, it just it would, yeah. it would depend on the circumstances. But that's why I would need to know why. Mm-hmm. Like, the kid thing wouldn't be isn't necessarily like a thing, but yeah. knowing about it is. Mm-hmm. My deal breakers totally are the pot smoking, just because I can't handle it mm-hmm. mentally. Maybe that's my issue. I'll tell everyone if you can't. <laughs> If you can't deal with me having some kind of holding a grudge against like the <laughs> recreational marijuana users, then I'm not the one for you. Yeah, so those are just pretty big ones, right? Like, mm-hmm. are you doing something dangerous actively? Smoking pot, smoking cigarettes, you know? Yep. Um, are you a criminal? Mm-hmm. And children? I think... Uh if not necessarily religion in general but if you are you know you worship cthulhu you might want to mention that that would be something that you know the the simple ones that everyone is used to that's i don't think that's a big issue but if you're a little out there with your beliefs you might want to mention that one as well because that could be an issue I think that if people are doing that, like they belong to like the spaghetti strainer hat religion. It makes for fun. They are telling everyone all the time. That is not a secret. Probably. Yeah. If you're in the Cthulhu club, you have got a t-shirt and it is for real. It's, yeah. I don't think I have to worry about them holding that back from you. I don't like at all. <laughs> that one on their sleeve yeah <laughs> oh uh, hunting maybe any kind of thing that well that's just personal for me but like if you're involved in some kind of fringe thing you should probably say you know i knew someone and found out later we weren't even dating but found out after we'd been friends for a while that he would put hooks into his skin and suspend himself <laughs> They're pe- it's a thing. Yeah, I've seen it. They like drag cars, they're in parades, but he did this like suspension thing. And you should tell people. That, yeah. Right? Like that's something you should tell what people. What are all these holes in your back for? Well, I mean, we are dangerous. Just something I knew. I've never like, like really looked at it. You know, like, t- let me inspect the backs of your thighs because you're doing this weird thing. But like, Maybe stuff like that. Anything mm-hmm. would be sort of dangerous. Like anything, to be general, anything out of the ordinary that the average person would, you know, stop for a second and go, what? Right. I think that's something you should be brought up. Mm-hmm. If you'd ever been in porn, <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Just because I would want to know. And I would think a guy would want to know, like, I'm going to marry this girl. She used to be a stripper. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not anymore. Maybe it was like a whatever or something. But 
you still want to know. You don't yeah. want to find a flyer somewhere or like run into some <laughs> person somewhere and you look stupid, right? You just would like to know. I'm going to say it's a deal breaker for me if I find out someone's been in actual porn, but that's just personal. Especially I mean, if they're still active in it. <laughs> yes. Are you a swinger? Do you believe uh, in um, polyamorous relationships? Mm-hmm. Are you going to want to have a girlfriend and a boyfriend? And I need to be okay mm-hmm. with that. Like, I I need to know. I have noticed, uh, I see people on, again, the, the dating apps that have that listed. And I like that they have it listed. I Some of them, like, roll my eye. Like, what, sapiosexual? Like, they're uh, into your brain. I'm like, bullshit. You tell me some guy that was 400 pounds and never took a shower in his life comes up to you, but he's super smart. You'd be into him. I don't think so. It, it's just it's a some of those. I think I hate to say it's a fad, but it seems like that one in particular is a fad. But the uh, some of them I'll, I'll get a lot to say like pansexual or I just don't understand what the difference is between that and bisexual, but or open relationships. I'm glad that people list that because that would be something I'd want to know. Well, on another podcast, we can we can explain all of the <laughs> different things. I have had quite an education in it. <laughs> My daughter goes to a private single gender school, mm. which recently needed to get a policy for admittance for a trans student if you identify as a gender and it's a single gender school blah 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 gotcha so i have learned all kinds of things <laughs> i know everything about everything as of that day i'm sure something changed but we could list them all out <laughs> i personally don't want to be in a polyamorous relationship no i am sort of jealous and <laughs> i don't know how anybody makes that stuff work if you really like somebody, I, I, I would be jealous. I just but don't know I, how to get around that. I guess I would. the only way I would understand is if you are, if you need a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you are not, you don't. But trying to find a, a, two people that feel the exact same way. Right. That you're also attracted to and like being around. That, that's got to be insanely difficult. Right. So I, I just don't know how that, that works. And but from what I've seen, they're not all together at the same time. So it'd be like, I mm. have a boyfriend and I have a girlfriend. I don't care if, you know, your other person you like is a dog. Well, I do. <laughs> I do. If you're an animal. But, you know, like, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's still not me. Mm-hmm. And that's like, uh, you know, I'm going to be the only one. Not yeah. the best one. Yeah. Not your favorite one. Just the only one. <laughs> I, I dated someone years ago that um, early on, I I had this conversation with some friends that we casually dated, and we both said we were casually dating. I truly didn't care at the time mm-hmm. if she was with another guy. And because I just didn't see it going anywhere. And right. I didn't have str- 